at some point, you're going to have to look back. And I know for some of us, that's going to be a very long, sad journey. But you can't, you can't outrun it. It comes back up every time. It does. Think about it. Think about those things that are holding you back. That are holding you back right now as you think like, no, I'm going to do, I'm going to chase my dreams. Probably the things that you're burying enough so that you can go to the gym, so that you can eat the right food, right? What are those little voices saying to you every time? They're the same things. And they didn't just sprout up, right? They come from something. And I am a proponent for moving forward. I am not for blasting forward and not looking around at what's actually going on. And that's what we're talking about today. You can't outrun this stuff. You can for a little while, but it's going to come back up. And it's very important that we start retracing those steps, not so that we can live there, so that we can learn from that. And I think that the constant conversation is like, no, 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 you don't need to go back. Don't look back. You're not going that way. I was given a sign when I left my job that says that, right? That culture is very consistent. I'm telling you, it really is the only way to move forward. You have to go back. You have to look at those things because these things that are holding you back now didn't just happen overnight. Okay, let's go. (laughs) This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Uh, The Death of a Dream really is my expression from the start of a very sad and low and unaligned place in life where I was struggling with so many living beliefs, so many people telling me that I couldn't just go live my dream life. And it really walks every day through what it looks like to transition out of a life that's just fine and into a life that I wanted to live. And so this is just the daily journal of what that looked like for me. You can take whatever you need from here. Um, I talk through different things that I read, different things that helped me through, different moments and different blocks that I had to break down to get to this better place. And alignment for me looks like being a serial entrepreneur and, um, being able to write and speak and talk through what life looks like for me and how other people are pursuing their dreams. So the death of a dream really is just a journey out of that place and into a new and true place. Glad you're here. Welcome. It's so amazing to see you again today. I can't even, I can't even imagine what you're doing, what you're about, who you even are. It's so wonderful to me. Okay, let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness, the daily practice of recognizing how amazing we are. I 
can't even with this life right now. I can't. I don't even want to. I've been doing some self-reflecting, like looking back and thinking through what I manifested, like what I made happen. And manifestation is, is like the number one probably make fun of point of human beings. Like, oh yeah, you dreamt it and then it happened. Okay. But like, when I really think about that, here I was two years ago, when I first started recording in a spare bedroom that was still very much a spare bedroom, dreaming of what this office could look like, dreaming of what this would look like when we got there and knowing that we weren't there yet, but knowing that that was somewhere that we wanted to go. The The look that we have right now is what I could imagine two years ago. And I think sometimes we hold ourselves to what we want it to look like and don't start until we get there. If I had waited two years to start until I could get the background, until I could get the fill in the blank, right? We wouldn't be where we are today. You don't always have to be at the vision to make it so. You can get there. So often it's just about doing the thing. Just do it. Do it in its simplest form. And keep doing it. And keep perfecting and keep adding. And over time, you'll get where you want to go. And so as many people, <laughs> as there are making fun of me for claiming manifestation, which is sort of a joke to me because if you really think about it, how is it any different from anything? Like you pray to God every night that you have a great life, etc. fill in the blank, that they heal something, that they do something for you, that God pursues and fills that gap for you, but you don't practice manifesting? Don't you? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you absolutely do. Come on. It's just a different name. We're all doing it in some form. You know, the mass majority of us just align it with something people readily adopt. But you can see proof of the things that you ask the universe for and then receive, right? And you don't use the same language of me, but we're doing the same things, right? <laughs> we are. Okay. So for those of you saying, oh, manifestation doesn't work, see how you can line that up with what you already practice. No, you don't have to use the same language as me. But really, when you're asking for something, you're, you probably already do that. And go ahead and look for proof where those things are showing up for you. Right? Is it an unanswered prayer? Is it an answered prayer? It's just this really all the same thing, different language. And I think end of the day, 
end of the day. You have the ability to make things happen for yourself. A lot of times we just aren't willing to ask. And as I work with teams, as I work with different um, people and parties in doing this work, a lot of times it comes down to that unclear vision or asking for something too small or, you know, not allowing yourself to imagine bigger than you are right now, allowing yourself to imagine, but limiting it, right? Like, oh, I only deserve this much goodness. I shouldn't be selfish. And definitely, I think that one's a big one for me because when you're coming from a place where your life is just fine, where your life is is actually quite good and, and you're quite blessed, it can be really hard to think that you deserve more. But if no one has told you this before right now, you absolutely do. And so my great thing is just happily looking at the proof of all the things that I wished for years and years ago and now seeing all of that become my reality and knowing that that wasn't just me writing something in a book and it happening. That was me writing something in a book and continuing to move forward regardless. Knowing that these are the things that I want. These things would not be brought into my head if I did not have the power and the connection to make it happen. I can be connected to what I need. My job is to practice patience and to continue moving forward regardless. Right? Slips are going to happen. And slips really just mean that you're, you're headed in a different direction, not the wrong direction. Right? Different. Probably actually better is what I find. Oh, you said no? Oh, hmm. I now understand why I got every single influencer door shut in my face. <laughs> like, and thank goodness. Thank goodness now, right on the backside. But had I had yeses there, we'd be talking about a whole different story. We wouldn't be where we are right now. And I wouldn't have stayed true to my vision. The vision would have changed. And in that moment, I remember how sad that was. But we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be with this backdrop. We wouldn't be with this vision. We wouldn't be starting a company. We wouldn't be filling in all of the blanks. Right? How amazing. And all of the things that I could dream are happening right now in real time. And so I know that as I continue to dream and push and believe and see and allow myself to see it all come to life, that it will. And you have that ability too. And we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Okay. Take time. Celebrate yourself. Recognize yourself. It's one of the most important practices that we do with this show. Okay, so 
my great thing is, you know, basically recognizing myself for the manifestation of what I allowed myself to dream three years ago when we first started on this journey. And okay, cool, Hannah. Wow. What an amazing thing. How? How did you get from there to here? Like a million things. Gosh, I just saw a memory from last year when we cleaned out the entire kitchen, the entire bedroom. Like I got myself down to minimal requirements. I went from, I don't know, 27, 37 something plates down to 12, down to 12. Yes, people. And so there isn't an exact prescription, but this is what I wanted to talk about today. The biggest piece has been, the biggest, most important piece has been looking back and going back when necessary, but really looking back for the clues that would be my life. And it's so funny because I got this sign um, when I left my job. And if you're on video, you can see it. And it says, don't look back. You're not going that way. And while that's true, and while some self-help gurus who will certainly find this video will probably venture to say, no, 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 move forward, move forward, move forward. You're not looking back. There's nothing to do there. I'm going to stand and say, look back as much as you can. As much as you can. There are so many valuable clues that are sitting there, waiting to be discovered, waiting to be pieced together. And I know that some of those lookbacks are going to be painful. And you're probably going, no, Hannah, I can just ignore them. I really can. I promise you, I can get where I need to go without looking back. It's going to be too painful. It's going to swallow me up. I can't do it. I don't want to. No, no, no. It'll come back up. It'll, it'll come back up. I love you too much to, to lead you astray at this point. If you don't deal with it. It's going to come back up and it'll probably come back up bigger and scarier than it was before. Yeah, I know. And I don't want you to run away from who you are. Who you are. And all of the lessons, and if you really think about this from a, a spiritual journey path, and you look at it this way, you were placed here for a very specific reason. There's like a set of things. When, when God, I can't even remember the God quote for it, but there's some sort of God quote. And he talks about how he like already had this vision for you and I'm not saying it right at all. And I'm not even trying to, but I have this actual Bible verse in my children's room, something about, I selected you and holy made you. And that's like your, your soul mission, right? The purpose, the reason that you're here. And when I talk about in the past, when I talk about you having energy, you finding energy for the things that are made for you, they won't drain you. 
They won't. And when you find them, you'll find that flow. You'll find that place where you need to be. You'll get it, right? I wanted to test myself. If I could wake up at 3 a.m. every day to record this podcast before I went into my day job, I would know that this is meant to stick. And if I could do it when no one was listening and I could keep showing up, I would know. And I will tell you, I am supplied with more energy to do this work as I continue moving forward. I'm supplied with more words to bring here as I continue moving forward. I've never had a loss. I've never had a loss of energy except for when we had COVID for one week and I had to literally take like two pounds of pre-workout just to do this podcast and then to sleep the rest of the day. Okay. That was one time that I did not have the energy. And so if you ever conflict an illness, do not let that distract you. But the energy repeats. It finds you. It comes back. And some of that tracing piece is going to be really important in finding what holds you back now from becoming the person you're supposed to become, from finding the thing that you are supposed to find. There's something that's pulling you back and holding you back from unleashing yourself into this world of possibility that's meant for you, right? Are you searching for the why? Are you searching for your purpose? Whatever that is for you, why aren't you finding it? Why aren't you testing it? Right? And for me, when I first started, it was like I knew that I had this list of reasons that were holding me back that had kind of held me back from everything in life. And when I traced that back, I really went back to this is actually the reason that this podcast is named The Death of a Dream. I really traced back to the exact moment where I realized that the dream I had for my life was not going to happen. And I allowed myself to sink back, to look back, to in fact place myself in those exact shoes and feel all of the emotions of that moment. And right in that moment, I realized that I had sort of planned this super safe version of my life because I was so scared of what it would look like to dream big and come up short again. And all the reasons that I came up short for reaching that dream were the same things that were holding me back from going after a dream now. And those things had been planted so early on, I wasn't even really aware. I had been carrying the baggage of that disbelief of myself since I was seven, I hadn't believed in myself fully, truly, since I was seven years old. And I was 30 at this point, trying to trace that back, trying to find why these things held me back. Why these same things over and over and over again? And I think the funny thing is, I had... All of the knowledge I probably would have need needed to launch a podcast, to probably launch a company, a business, whatever it was, and to, to basically move far and fast enough to trick myself that those things didn't exist. 
I could have probably done that. And I realized in that moment that if I took that route, I would still be overcome by this, by these things. Whatever they were, they were going to take me down again. Even if I outran them, right? And, and look at it and think of it like a, a diet is a really great example. You can trick yourself for so long. The food's good. You feel full. You love exercising. You fill in the blank. And then something comes up and it completely derails you. And all of a sudden, you've gained 100 pounds again. And even though you knew exactly how to do that, right? Exactly how to apply that diet. You did that for maybe a year, maybe two years. You knew everything. All of a sudden, it gets disrupted and you can't figure that out at all. You don't even remember what that diet was. In fact, you're pretty sure that you never were successful with that. And you scrap all of that and you start a different diet. Why? That one was perfectly successful. You actually sustained that for a very long time. Your application of that was so amazing that you lost 100 pounds, right? You realize what a big deal that is. And yet you search for something else. Right? Because think about where we are when we get into those states. We're looking for an answer and we're looking for an excuse or something that we can blame it on. And so we choose something else. So then we have a learning curve. So then we have a chance to give ourselves an out. And I didn't want this attempt to be like all the other attempts. To be like this business I tried starting to be like this because all of them, and this was prior to the podcast and this was prior to all of the failures that I had told you in, in earlier episodes. Before all of that, I had tried to start things. I had wanted to be an entrepreneur since before I can even remember. And when I had my death of a dream moment, I realize that that would never be an option for me. That I I would and could never get myself into a safe enough place. I didn't have the background necessary in order to be able to chase dreams like that. I needed to just give up on what the A version of my life would look like. It's not possible from here. So let's go ahead and go B. And you know what? If we're being honest, this is probably C. Maybe even plan D right? And I, right in that moment, didn't really see there being any capability in myself anymore. If I was going to make this life happen, it would have happened this way. It would have happened in the plan A way. It's not even really worth chasing. And then I would go on and like, want to have these things want and think that these things were capable for me, but I would always end up at that same failed diet place. Oh, yeah, you just weren't good enough. 
yeah, this just isn't possible for you. Yeah, you don't deserve this life. Yeah, if you were going to live this life, you'd have to have X, Y, and Z. And those all look like the exact same limiting beliefs that stopped me from dreaming in the first place. And so in the moment when I started this journey, I realized that there was a lot of healing that needed to take place. There was a lot of retracing that needed to take place. And so today I'm, I am going to say, while... Okay. Living in the past is not where we want to get. The past can inform and should inform us of what to watch out for, of things that have guided us. And you think that your story is not important. You're so wrong. You, you are the star of your show, of your story, if you were writing a movie out of your life, where are you at right now? Right? Where are you? Who are you in this story? For me, I was sort of supporting actress. I don't think I was winning any Oscars. Is it the Oscars for movies? I don't remember. Certainly. And I was sort of at this place where, yeah, we had done some stuff, but it wasn't really challenging. It wasn't really what I wanted necessarily. It was okay. It was just life. And so I felt kind of bad. Like, do I even deserve to go back? Do I even deserve this life that I want. Maybe it isn't for me. Maybe I shouldn't even ask. And you know what I found? In retracing that story, in finding and continuing, I'm not done retracing, right? I've traced through my story and now I'm starting to trace through my ancestry, right? The stories that built me. And how many stories have we missed out on because those generations have passed? Because we didn't ask those questions, right? And if you think back and you look at the, the family members that you, you connected with, and I've talked to a couple of people about their stories, and there's always someone in their family that they connected with that they knew better than anyone that they felt a kinship with. Sometimes it's their parents. Sometimes it's a grandparent. Sometimes it's an aunt. It's kind of all over the place, but there's always someone. And that person, that connection, that story is so important to know and get to know. Why? Well, here's the thing. And I had this discussion last night on a... Um, discovery session. If we don't, right? If we just let that story go untold, if we never investigate where we came from, how we know how we got here, if we never know any of those things. And I know that for some of you, for some of us, that's going to bring up really uncomfortable legacies. Also a discussion that I had last night, <laughs> right? The investigation of those stories may not be so loving may not be so wonderful to hear about, right? But in 
finding that, we find ourselves. We sometimes even find what we're meant to do here, what our purpose is, where we came from. And sometimes we find new strength that we didn't know that we had. Why? Well, if you can write this story, if this story exists anywhere in your bloodline, all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. Well, I didn't always think that I was this important. I didn't always think that I was this strong. I didn't always think that I had X, Y, and Z. But now that I can see that story, now that I can see that that played out somewhere in my bloodline, all of a sudden I can rise up. All of a sudden I can find this new strength, this new superpower that I never realized that I had. Right? And maybe, just maybe, I can find a new purpose in life. Right? Maybe if it hasn't been written, you're the one meant to write it. And maybe even if that's not possible, Maybe you're the one who's supposed to pass that story on. Maybe it's the work of your children. Maybe it's the work of your nieces and nephews. And as I discover even more on this topic of the importance of storytelling and trust, I'm obsessed with storytelling, always been obsessed with storytelling marketing, always been obsessed with just people, people, and their stories just in general ever since my very being. And so, right? And I tell a story every single day on this podcast, every day, almost every day, about six days a week. If you really think about it, the story of who you are is amazing. Just even the fact that you exist is amazing in and of itself. And so if you're sitting there and you're going, ah, well, I don't know, I'm pretty average. No. Every single person that's here, that's still living and breathing, has something that they are meant to do. Some sort of beauty that they are meant to bring into this world. And we have to look back. We have to look back to find those things, to find the things that were planted at us early, so early that we didn't even know that they existed. And somewhere in finding those, we can more readily overcome them. And if that trauma has been passed on generation to generation, it just looks a little bit different because we have iPads and AirPods now. It's the same story, right? It's being retold. It's coming up in different ways. And if it's trauma for you, you know, it may be your time to rise up, to overcome, to tell that story to your children, to your nieces and nephews, to your own family, so that they can find power there too. And this is what's most important about storytelling, is that you tell it and you allow people to take what they need from it. That's what's so beautiful about storytelling. They get to come up with the application. They get to come up with how this lives and impacts their life. You don't have to do that for them. 
they're going to do that. And it's beautiful, right? Because if if you came up and you wrote and you told the story of your ancestors to your sister and your brother and you, the way that they apply that, the way your sister applies that, the way your brother applies that to their life is going to be drastically different from how you apply it to yours. All three will be different applications, right? And there will be an application. There will be a moment where that is very important. And the same will go when you tell those stories to your child. The same will happen when they tell those stories to their children. That's why storytelling is so important. That's why you retracing your footsteps to how you got to this exact place in life is so important. You can only outrun it for so long. Eventually, you're going to have to look back. Don't hang out and live there. But you can go back and listen to what you were saying to yourself in that moment. You can pull yourself right into those shoes. I am standing directly in the parking lot, opening a bill and realizing that the life that I had planned for myself is not going to come true. And I either suck it up and sign up for this new version of life, or I just crumple and fall right here and never get up again. Take yourself there. Allow yourself to go back as far as you need to, to overcome the things that are holding you back from that moment. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thanks for listening. As always, you can find me on all socials at The Death of a Dream. That's on Instagram. We do have a Facebook page that you can follow there. And then Hannah Ness on LinkedIn. Go ahead and check out the website if you feel like it. There are additional pieces that are not included in the podcast, um, and you can reach out and contact me anywhere. If you have any questions, message me. Let's connect. I'd love to talk through your story because everyone's story is worth being told and has worth in it.